Hello, this is the Manifesting Your Dreams, a wedding industry podcast. I'm your host, Raquel Bickford. I'm a creative entrepreneur, a mom, and a wedding industry professional. When I started my wedding planning career, I had nothing, but I knew I had the edge to grow in this incredible industry and establish my name. I remember feeling, and still do, I would do anything to be one of the best wedding planners in the world. This podcast is about establishing your goals and manifesting them into a thriving career in the wedding industry. It's also about my personal aspirations and struggles, hearing from other industry professionals and their experiences, and setting your ego aside so that you can attract and receive greatness. You can expect to hear from me each week. I will share with you actionable steps you can take to build a thriving business and connect with other incredible human beings in the wedding industry, no matter where you are. I started this podcast because I feel a great purpose to share my insights, encourage you to push through your comfort zone and help you elevate your mind to exceed your potential in the wedding industry. I hope you learn something, laugh a little, and feel inspired as you go through this next chapter in your life. Now set your ego aside. It's time to manifest your dreams. With a natural affinity for visual branding and storytelling, Stacy found a career in social media, managing accounts for brands, founders, and celebrities in the beauty and fashion space. With nine years of social media and content creation experience, Stacy lives and breathes all the latest strategies, trends, and platforms. Her past clients include Shawnee Darden Skincare and Studio, Amy Porterfield, Briogeo Hair Care, Priyanka Chopra, and Kopari Beauty and more. I am so excited to have Stacy on the show today. She is literally an incredible human being. And after we stopped recording, I do have to say we got to know each other just a little bit more. And I'm, I wish we recorded it because we grew up in the same town and she went to St. John's Lutheran. I went to St. John's Catholic. Like we had like dances together as like, you know, kids. And then we also went to the same high school. I'm a little bit older than her. So our paths didn't cross then, but this is what I'm talking about, about manifestation and bringing really good people into our lives. And I had no idea even working with Stacy before in Napa at one of my weddings this year that she was raised in Napa and so was I. So I'm so happy that our paths have crossed. I am such a supporter of her new business, BTS Bride. You know, she started literally in January of 2023. It is currently September, 2023, and she has a team of six. It is just incredible how when you put your mind to something, you can achieve literally anything. I am so excited to share her process with you, what she does to manifest, how she connects, and she's going to take you through her process. Like how did she start BTS Bride? How did she create the name? Who is supporting her? And how is she continuing to grow in this amazing wedding industry? So tune in. It's amazing. Can't wait to share.
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm talking to Stacy Moran. You may know her as the BTS bride. Everyone give her a round of applause. Ooh. Ooh. Thanks for being on the show. Yay. I am so excited to be here. This is actually the very first podcast that I've ever done. So I feel very excited that it's with you and I just love what you're doing and we've worked with each other before. So I feel very comfortable but you know, getting all the nerves out in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Everyone give us some grace here. <laughs> okay. So I've already given, you know, an introduction of who you are. So what we're talking about today is something really important that I think is just breaking boundaries in the wedding industry. You are literally creating something that I feel like no one has created before. At least I haven't experienced in the wedding industry. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about what we're diving into today. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking all about wedding content creation. And I started BTS Bride in March. There was a few people that I saw doing it, but I think just over this last year in 2023, I've seen it grown so much. So I'm just here and really excited to educate more on wedding content creation, educate vendors, and also help couples decide if they want to hire a wedding content creator. So I'm excited to dive into all of that. Yeah. Okay. So tell us just like a little experience that you've had uh, doing this. Like what's your favorite wedding that you've done or, you know, like what is your, what's your process? Yeah, that's such a great question. So I want to kind of dive in and start from the beginning because a lot of people ask, you know, how I've gotten into wedding content creation. So do you mind if I kind of talk about my background a little bit and how I even dove into wedding content creation to begin with? We would love that. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like that kind of gives you the whole picture of like, how did you yeah. start? So I've actually been working in social media for over nine years. Um, and my first internship in college, I was tasked with managing the company's social media. That was back in 2014. So Instagram and Facebook weren't even marketing channels that companies were really focusing on. So I was managing their Pinterest and their blog. And I don't know if you remember this, the platform Polyvore. It was kind of like a shopping. Yes. So like way back in the day. So I was managing that and I was also managing their Tumblr. So it wasn't until about like 2015, 2016, after I graduated college where I started to notice more brands using Instagram and using Facebook to market their channels. And that was a super exciting time. I was working at a creative agency at the time, and we had a social media management division and a talent division. So I was managing social media accounts for our beauty brands, our fashion brands, and then also managing accounts for the influencers that we were representing as well at the company. And that was also a very new concept. So I feel like I've been in the social media world since the very beginning of brands really using it for, for marketing. And when I um, fast forward to, you know, nine years later, working in social media for different brands, I got married in June of 2022. So last year, and I didn't even think of hiring a wedding content creator. I was like, oh, my bridesmaids can just take over this role for me. I'll have them shoot all the iPhone content that I really want. I personally didn't have a videographer, so I was definitely relying on my bridesmaids and all of my guests to capture that content. And I felt how difficult it was to not only, you know, get them to actually take the content. And I also wanted them to be in the moment. So 
it was kind of tricky for me to be like, right. okay, hey, Megan, can you go over there and make sure you get this? So um, that's how the idea of BTS Bride was born, um, of really just wanting to make it easier for couples to get the iPhone content. I mean, that's how we consume content nowadays. And we really want those like quick behind the scenes clips. And that's right. how we want to show it on social media the next day. So that's why I decided to create BTS Bride. Oh my gosh. I love it. And tell us about the name. Like how did you, what was your creative process? Yes. So BTS, I should have said this before, but it stands for behind the scenes. And I just loved how those words sounded together. So BTS Bride, I thought that flowed really nicely. And my sister, so my sister and I are super close and she is all about operations. She's really great at marketing as well. So when I came to her with this idea, I felt like she thought of it instantly. She was like, you should call this BTS Bride. And oh, it kind of just that. stuck from there. So yeah, it was a very smooth process of coming up with a name. I feel like that can be difficult for businesses to come oh, up yeah. with a good Yeah. I remember I was, <laughs> when I created Roke Events, I'll just segue into this mm -hmm. really quick. Mm -hmm. I had this girl who was going to create a logo and she was literally going to give birth. And she's like, Raquel, like, I need your name in the next hour. Like, no oh, joke. Yeah. That's what she said to me. If you want me to do your logo. And I was like, well, yeah. yes, like, let's go. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Yeah. And long story short, I, cr I was like rogue. That doesn't sound, I don't want to go rogue. And then uh, my partner at the time he was like, what if you replace the G with a Q because of Raquel and you can call it Roke? And I was like, done. And then I oh. looked up Roke on Google and it's the American variant of croquet. And I was like, oh, how luxurious, uh, you know? <laughs> and so, right. It was just like under the wire, make your decision. This is what it's got to be. But like, it's stuck and I absolutely love it. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. So tell us a little bit more, like dive deeper into the process, right? Well, you've told us what you do, how you've, how you created BTS Bride. Mm -hmm. Give yeah, us some absolutely. background. Yeah. So what's been great about particularly this format of content that I'm providing to our couples is that all of the growth that we've seen and all the inquiries that we've seen, and a lot of them have been inbound, which is great. I could dive into kind of the beginning of the business of my outbound of how I kind of started to build my portfolio and get clients. But for now, um, a lot of our growth has been organic and I really promote all of our content through social media. So I've been getting a lot of my clients through word of mouth. So one of the most influential weddings that I did at the very beginning was Sammy Spalter. Um, she got married in Dallas with Lindsay from Bella One Blue Events. And just Sammy's energy, she loved the camera. She loved all the social content. She wanted to do all the TikTok videos. Like she was just so about it, which I always love. When I love that. All about the social content. She, her wedding was beautiful. And so I feel like after that wedding, a lot of her friends were engaged. And so I got a few clients from her wedding that they saw me in action and they saw the content afterwards. So they reached out to me. Um, so I did another wedding from hers um, in San Miguel de Allende. So I feel like word of mouth and just through organic social is how we've really grown. Um, and then in terms of my process, so I have a form on my website that couples can fill out. 
and I ask them all the questions, the details about their wedding. Um, and then if we're available, then we schedule a consultation call. So um, I'll email them back. I'll send them my packages. And then if they're interested, then we'll hop on that call. Again, I'll learn more about their wedding, see if it's a great fit, kind of talk about their expectations for a wedding content creator. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun to hear everybody's expectations and what they want from this person, especially since it's such a new wedding vendor service. So I always start the conversation there. And then, of course, we talk through logistics, creative, what they're looking for. Um, and then, yeah, and then day of, I mean, we have some pre-planning meetings so we could have a pre-planning meeting either once or twice. And then um, from there on wedding day, it's really being about as kind of inconspicuous as possible and really capturing that true behind the scenes content. Um, but even day of, it's it's great how close you get with the mm -hmm. couple and their family and their guests. And as soon as people hear what you're doing and you can kind of even give them a glimpse into what the content's gonna look like right on your phone, they are all about it. So that's Absolutely. been great. I mean, that was my experience with you, literally, oh, for Isabel you. and RJ's wedding. Yes. Like we had this connection, I feel like, before with just like emailing and like totally. going back and forth on social, you know, the likes, the love. Um, and then I felt like so comfortable and confident that oh. you were there. Honestly. Thank I you. loved your team. It was you and was it your sister? No, so that was actually Ashley. She's my cousin, but okay, she also yes, I knew she was related to you. <laughs> um, but you and were you both were so kind, Aww, and you. you were just going with the flow of the timeline that I've you know put together for months and months, and I just appreciated your presence. Really, Aww, that means so much. And and then you, you know, literally. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you literally turned around that content in 24 hours, like yes. the, less than 24 hours. I think it was like noon the next day and like all of the videos came in and the beautiful reel, honestly, the reel that you have like, what is it on, on social media when like you're posting it, but it's with Roke events. Yes. So a collaboration post. Oh my gosh. We have like. 4,000 likes and like, I don't even know what it is, like 60,000 views. And I'm just like, wow. I know. Stacey knows what you're, you know what you're doing, girl. <laughs> we had some publications reach out and they wanted to repost that video too. So right. yeah, honestly, that gives me so much joy. And really when I was first starting this, I first started working with wedding planners and that was kind of my thought process behind it because I have my background in working with brands and businesses. And when I got married, I found all of my vendors through social media. And I just noticed, you know, vendors have such beautiful content, but they're so busy. So they don't right. have the time to post. They don't have the time to edit. So I really wanted to bring the world of social media marketing to wedding vendors. And so I love working with planners. I love, you know, sending them the content as well so that they could use it to promote their beautiful work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I know everyone's asking like, how, how does a content creator typically work with the professional photographer, the videographer that the couple hires on their wedding day? Yeah. So I love this question. So I always say that the content that I'm capturing on my iPhone is in no way meant to replace your professional photography or videography. And it really is our top priority and something 
that I was really looking for when hiring my other content creators that they just have the general self-awareness and know how important it is to work with the photographers and videographers. So knowing mm -hmm. when to communicate, being aware of not being in their shots and really just working together as a team to capture what the client wants. So I really like to look at it as like, we're a team capturing all the different formats of content from this beautiful day right. that the client really wants. So I always say like, we totally have respect for professional photographers and videographers, and we definitely don't like to treat it as like a competition. So I think a testament to our work is typically after the weddings we do, photographers and videographers are wanting to kind of pick my brain about how we could either work together or how we mm -hmm. can like have our onto their package um, because it's a fun experience. And, you know, we're also promote, promoting them through our social content when we're posting the next day. Um, so right. that's been really great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the, the content that you create is so different than what photographers are going to capture and what videographers are going to capture. It's really like a sense of relief for the wedding mm -hmm. party, the parents, the bride, the grooms, everybody to just relax and know that your team has it covered when it comes to like iPhone or phone content. Right. So they're not like, okay, like on your wedding, right? Like, oh, my bridesmaids yeah. are just going to do it. Right. You're <laughs> like taking the stress off. So yes. um, I have a question about your team. So yes. I, you started with just you, right? Yes. And like, when did you start exactly? Like when was like, okay, BTS Bride is this, we have the domain, you know, we have it set up from that point to now, what's your team like? How'd you grow it? Yeah, such a great question. So I officially launched, well, my first Instagram post that I posted on the BTS Bride Instagram account was at the very end of January and looking this back year. on this year. Yeah. <gasps> okay. We're in 2023. If you're listening to this in later years. Yes. So obviously I didn't really have a portfolio. I had some of that behind the scenes iPhone content from my own wedding, but again, I didn't have a wedding content creator, so I didn't have much to work with. So after I kind of posted all of those videos to kind of promote what I was doing, I actually was on Instagram and I decided to reach out to brides that I saw got recently married. And I slid into their DMs and I was like, hey, I saw that you just got married. It was beautiful. If you want me to create any like Instagram Reels content um, or for TikTok, I'm more than happy to. I just launched this business. So if you have any iPhone content or even professional photos that you want to share with me, I will create some videos for you if I could post it on my account to kind of promote what I'm doing. And as soon as I said that, all of them were like, yes, absolutely. They would send me a folder of iPhone content that they got. It wasn't the best, but it was enough to work with to create content. <laughs> um, but it was great because I also was kind of gathering insight into this is a huge need because a lot mm -hmm. of the brides that I had reached out to were like, oh my gosh, I love this service. I wish I had this person at my wedding. Um, and so from there, after I started kind of promoting that way, I told myself, okay, I'm going to reach out to luxury wedding planners and I'm going to give myself a month to maybe do a few free weddings to build my portfolio, which a lot of people ask me that. They always say, how many free weddings should I do before mm -hmm. I start charging? And I always tell them, you know, give yourself a time frame. I gave myself a month. I think I did about three weddings for free, but it... 
I mean, one of those weddings was Sammy's falter and that I booked four more weddings with her wedding planner. So that was a hundred percent worth it. And then again, like I said, I booked a couple more weddings with her friends. So yeah, really, really look at the free weddings that you might be doing and look at it as a marketing opportunity mm-hmm. um, and make sure it's with a client um, that you want to work with in your business. Um, but from there, so that was in April. So yeah, I, I was doing all the promotion from February to March. I booked a few weddings end of March, April. Um, and then towards the end of April through now, I've pretty much been booked every weekend, which has been insane. But what's been great is in June, I realized, you know, I, I don't want to burn myself out so early. A lot of them I'm traveling mm-hmm. um, over the weekends and I still have my full-time job. So, um, yeah, I just kind of felt the strain a little bit on my body. So I was like, I really want to give this opportunity to other content creators and other freelance social media managers, just working in the industry for nine years. I know a lot of people that are doing freelance social media for clients, and I knew that they would love this opportunity. And so I was like, you know what? I want to, I want to be able to provide this to other content creators. So now I have six content creators on my team. That's incredible. Like you should see, everyone should see my face right now. I'm just like mouth open. You are such a boss, babe. I mean, literally you have grown. So how many followers do you have now on Instagram? So I think we're around 7,500 since. So from zero to 7,500. Oh my gosh. And now that I have heard your timeline, our Mm -hmm. wedding together was in June. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the bride came to me two weeks, three weeks before the yes. wedding, I believe. And I was like, yes, let's do it. Because a lot of um a lot of couples rely on me and my team to take behind the scenes. Exactly. And producing yeah. luxury weddings demands all of my attention on so many millions of details. That yes, like my team and I love to do like the BTS, um, but with larger weddings, like Isabel and RJ, and I love you, um, was like 200 people in multiple locations, right? There was getting ready for the bride and groom that was separate. Then there was the church. Then it was Boyu Garden. And it was just, I could not be it everywhere at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Blessed to have you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that wedding was gorgeous. Everybody needs to go and look at that video because it was stunning. (laughs) Yes, yes. We just got the photos back. We're going to try to get, you know, published. So it's going to be so exciting. Okay, so this podcast is all about manifesting your dreams in the wedding industry. I'm being specific here. Mm-hmm. What is your uh, relationship with manifestation? Um, do you have one? Do you, you, you don't really believe in it? Like, how do you think of your dreams and how do you accomplish them? Yes, I love that question. And I love that that's what your podcast is all about. So I absolutely believe in manifestation and really hard work to turn your dreams into reality. I grew up in a Christian home, so I definitely believe that God has a plan for me. And whenever I feel... Um, those emotions of something calling me to do something, I always tune in and listen to that. So ever since I started my career, I've always had an entrepreneurial mindset in terms of 
actively pursuing side hustles in addition to my full-time job and really trying to find ways to turn my passion and skill set into something I could potentially turn into a business mm-hmm. um, and monetize into a career. Um, so on the side, I would take on freelance social media clients. I would create social strategy decks for small businesses. I would do a lot of user-generated content for beauty brands as well. So like I said, I was just constantly looking for ways to turn my passions into any sort of career. Um, and that's really how I started BTS Bride at the beginning of this year. It actually was a perfect combination of many things that were going on in my life. So my sister and I, like I've said, are extremely close and we've always lived in the same city. And she and her husband ended up moving across the country to North Carolina suddenly. Oh. Um, and then during that same time, three of my best friends moved out of San Diego. So I'm based in San Diego. Um, and then you're not going to believe this. A few months later, my parents decided to move out of San Diego and they're going back to the Bay Area, which is where I grew up. Um, but the, it was just a very difficult time. And I was feeling, you know, honestly depressed and I was feeling lonely Um But as difficult as that time was, I really felt like it was God telling me that I was entering into a season where I could focus on myself and Mm -hmm. my career and my passions and like really hone in on that. Um, So yeah, while all that was happening, coincidentally for my full-time job, I work for Amy Porterfield. So she is like an online marketing expert that teaches all about digital courses, but we were right in the middle of a huge book launch for her at the beginning of the year when I was starting BTS Bride. And her book was all about teaching you how to create a side hustle. And yes. And so during that time, that just really spoke to me and was something I wanted to actively pursue. And I was like, you know what? All of these things are happening for me right now. And so I don't have as many distractions. So I'm just going to go for it and hone in on BTS Bride. And since then, I mean, it's, it's been great. It's been taken off. That's great. Do you have any, like, do you do any like vision boards? Do you have any affirmations? Um, so, you know, like, do you journal anything like that? So I absolutely journal. I'm a huge journaler that has helped me so much just when I'm kind of feeling like my brain is being pulled in so many different Mm -hmm. directions, just sitting down, even if it's for five to 10 minutes to get some of those thoughts out on paper has been a huge practice of mine. Um, but I definitely still, I want to get into, you know, affirmations and even meditation once wedding season slows down a little bit, (laughs) but yeah, I think, I think I'm learning, especially with this being so new and me starting a new business that you do have to be so intentional about slowing down because there's always work to be done and you can kind of burn yourself out super quickly. So I think what you are teaching in this podcast about, you know, manifestation and, you know, just being in tune with yourself and how to create a dream career is so important. Absolutely. Oh, I love that you said that. I'm like, yes, she's nailing this. Yes. Yes. I want to scream it out loud. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, journaling. Um, do you have any prompts? Because I know people are like, okay, what do I journal, right? I get this, I get this like lined notebook out. I get a pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do I say? What do I do? <laughs> so I actually, I don't have prompts. I've tried to do that before where I've like looked online, like what are some good journal prompts to get you started? I think 
If you're just wanting to get into journaling, that's a great place to start with prompts. But for me, I think it's all about just getting the thoughts that are currently in my mind out on paper. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always typically start with like a gratitude, always say like, you know, what's going on in my life currently that I'm super grateful for. What do I feel stressed about? Um, What is this teaching me? I think that's something that I've learned so much with starting this new business is I'm a perfectionist. And if I mess up, I usually am so hard on myself and I like ruminate on it forever. So with journaling that, I feel that so much because it's our companies, it's our babies. It's if you're not doing it, no one's doing it. And all of the pressure of getting it right is on you. Exactly. And so Mm -hmm. I think for me with journaling, it's been a constant reminder of like, Stacey, this is new for you. You are learning along the way and you need to not be hard on yourself. If one mistake happens, take it as a learning opportunity. So I think that that has just been at the forefront of my journaling is always reminding myself that because as a perfectionist, as I mentioned, I could be so hard on myself. And I feel like we all can be very hard on ourselves. Reach out to me anytime because (laughs) as I'm growing my team again, post COVID, it's Mm. really, it's me. It's me and my executive assistant and my day of assistance. And Mm -hmm. I would love to expand my communication with other entrepreneurs with growing businesses in the wedding industry. And I think that this podcast, especially this episode, teaches people how to connect, where to connect with other people and with yourself. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Love that. I think what you're doing is going to be so helpful. And I remember when I was first wanting to get into the wedding industry, I was, I'm a huge podcast listener. So I remember trying to look for great wedding industry podcasts and there weren't many. So I'm so happy that you're doing this and I feel like it's so needed. Thank you. You know, I'm taking um, the Kathy Heller podcast course right now. Shout out to Kathy Heller. I love her. And, you know, she's like taking us through the steps of like, make sure your domain is available and make sure, you know, (laughs) there's no one like you with the same thing. I was, I Googled wedding industry podcast and I was like, I'm going to be flooded, right? I'm going to have to go through hundreds of titles. And Google has this thing where it will give you like the top nine or the top six and Mm -hmm. in these little bars. And those weren't even all filled up. There was one, two, three, there was five. And I was like, that spot's for me. That six spot is for me. And Mm -hmm. I'm doing this because I love uh, educating people. I love coaching people. You mentioned that actually, that you love to help grow small businesses this has been my passion. If anyone's listening and I've helped you, you know, create your logo or uh, help you build your website or, you know, help you copyright or guide you through social media, like this is for you. I'm doing this so that people can come to this podcast and anytime and like hear from professionals and hear from me on how to grow and how to manifest exactly what you deserve. Yes. I love that so much. And again, when I was first starting this, this is exactly what I would have loved to listen to. So you are really, really helping so many people. Yes. Okay. So let's let's just go back into you for just a moment. 
And I know there's a question that I've been wanting to ask you is, what is one myth that you'd like to debunk about wedding content creators? Yeah. So I love this question, especially because wedding content creation is such a new wedding vendor service. There are a lot of myths or assumptions kind of surrounding this. So one myth um, that I would like to debunk is that anyone with an iPhone can shoot this style of content. So after working in the social media industry for almost nine years, I've learned that there's definitely an art to capturing iPhone content and especially with editing videos that are optimized for each social media channel. So Instagram reels is different than TikTok videos. Um, So if you're interested in hiring a wedding content creator, really make sure that their style aligns with your vibe and really do your due diligence on their process, on how they deliver the content, all of those things before you hire someone to capture one of the most important days of your life. Or they could just hire your team. Yes, exactly. Knowing that (laughs) you are a professional, you know what you're doing. It's incredible. Your work is amazing. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So, oh yeah, go ahead. Tell me, tell me everything. I was going to say, I will say all the girls that I've hired on my team have gone through like a very um, intensive onboarding in terms of um, teaching them how to edit in my style. So even when they're capturing your day, I creative direct all the edits and we really make sure to have an in-depth pre-planning meeting with our couples to ensure we're capturing everything that you need and taking into account all of your inspiration as well. I love it. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Oh, that means so much, especially coming from you. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Yes, of course. Okay. So tell the listeners where to find you, your website, your Instagram handle. Yes. Give it it all to us. Sent all across the board. So my website is thebtsbride.com and we are at thebtsbride on both Instagram and TikTok. I love it. Okay, go give a follow, share some love to Stacy, and thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to work with you again. Yes, I'm so excited. Can't wait for our next wedding together. BTS Bride. Let's give her a round of applause. Again, she was amazing. I'm so happy she's in my life, in my circle of industry leaders and friends. I wanted to give you two um, two pieces of advice on here. And it's really to chase your dreams. Be fearless. Because there's going to be someone right next to you that wants the same thing and they're going to be fearless and they're just going to go for it. And I'm encouraging you to do that. I want you to wake up in the morning within that first four seconds. I want you to be like aware of your conscious and subconscious mind. What are you going to achieve today? How are you going to feel? How are you going to accomplish your goals? How are you going to handle problems and switch the problem into a project that you can solve? How are you going to be fearless today? 
Also, um, she mentioned a journal and she doesn't have any prompts. And I want to tell you about a journal that I have been using and it's from the Dear Universe platform. And it's really amazing because I too was just journaling in a blank book and I really wanted more. I wanted prompts. I wanted guidance. I wanted quotes. And so one of the journals that I use, and I'll tell you about the other journal later once we get more into this podcast, um, but it's the Dear Universe Journal. And it's incredible. You journal in the morning and you journal at night before you go to bed. You're looking at your day of what you want to achieve, what you're thankful for, what's your invocation. And then at night you're reflecting. And then you're saying to yourself, what would make my day better tomorrow? You're manifesting what you want. So this is not a sponsorship. I just truly love the Dear Universe platform. And so go and get it. Also, I want to remind you to subscribe to um, (laughs) Manifesting Your Dreams, a wedding industry podcast by going to rokeevents.com forward slash manifesting your dreams and go ahead and click to subscribe. I'm going to give you a freebie. It's, you know, five steps that you can take each morning to have a better day. And I think that it will change your morning. It will change the way you think and it will change the way the universe brings good things to you. So have a good day and I look forward to connecting with you next week.